Welcome to Next in Tech. My guest today is Michael Washinushi. He is CFO of FreshBooks, one of the market leaders in cloud-based accounting software. Michael, great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Sudan. Now, FreshBooks is Toronto-based, founded back in 2003. The company has raised over $110 million in growth capital to date. Over 24 million users have used FreshBooks in over 120 countries. And the FreshBooks team has grown to about 400 employees across offices in Toronto, Raleigh, and Amsterdam. Uh, So really very impressive and consistent growth over the years. Uh, So Michael, why don't we start off with a little background on yourself and uh, and really what brought you to FreshBooks initially? Okay, uh, sure. And so then I just want to add we're, we're, we are looking to expand beyond those offices. So we're, we're looking to open up another office potentially in Eastern Europe. Hopefully that'll come out in the next uh, uh, shortly. But uh, as an introduction to myself, uh, I've been the CFO for FreshBooks for just shy of five years. Prior to that, I was the CFO for a Canadian tele- uh, media company called SiriusXM Canada, the, the sister company to the satellite radio business in, in the U.S. And I was the public company CFO for uh, 10 years. And I came over to FreshBooks because, you know, while I enjoyed the time at satellite radio, I really wanted a new challenge. And I saw the subscription model married with the payments model that FreshBooks had and the global footprint that FreshBooks could have was a really exciting opportunity to really uh, gr- help grow the business from a obviously subscription and payments point of view. So it was super exciting to be. It's been a super exciting ride with FreshBooks to date. That's great. Uh, so now the, the SMB market is obviously significant and, and ripe for disruption by modern, more efficient SaaS-based solutions like FreshBooks. Uh, Michael, can you walk us through the core problems that you're solving for your customers today and, and what initially brought the team to found the company? Yeah, I think I'm going to start off with what brought the team to start uh, to find the, found the company initially. I mean, our, our CEO, Mike McDermott, uh, entrepreneur, had his own uh business. Uh, I think if I recall, it was a web design business that uh, he was starting out and he was using Microsoft Word to invoice his customers. And there was a time where, uh, you know, I think we've all experienced that blue screen of death on Microsoft and uh, there uh, he lost the invoice and he lost all the details and lost hours of, of effort in terms of creating the, the backup and detail for that invoice and figured, I thought there has to be a better way. So his better way was creating his own solution, which was effectively an e-invoicing solution. This is prior to anyone thinking about cloud or SaaS. He, he, he wanted an e-invoicing solution where that he could just email a link to some uh, to his customers. They click the link and they've got all the all, all the data on their invoice. And it's also stored somewhere off his computer so that in case he gets that blue screen of death, that invoice is still there. And that was the kind of the problem he was trying to solve for himself. And then he came to the realization that he's not the only one with this problem. And things started to morph into, I think, the e-invoicing solution morphed as was far more lucrative, uh, probably had a significant opportunity than his other business. So he decided to, I think, uh, classic work from the basement or a garage of a home 
with really low operating cost to build out uh, the first version of, of FreshBooks uh, is kind of like a, a, the start of FreshBooks. And then over time, FreshBooks morphed from e-invoicing to realizing that people need to be able to find a gateway to receive payments. So being able to add a payments gateway onto that and then understanding that one of the key feeders into uh, invoicing or into accounting is, you know, revenue or invoicing. So working out that sort of accounting features over time uh, to, you know, provide basic accounting for small businesses is kind of how FreshBooks has morphed into where it is uh, today. And I'm being overly simplistic, but, um, you know, in addition to some of those accounting features, um, we all, um, I, I mean, Mike and team guided, coming from a small business point of view, guided the product development into uh, time tracking, estimates, proposals, like workflow, I would call workflows that help feed into an invoice but also ultimately uh, workflows that you know customers would would use to, to to help support their business. So that that's kind of like a very like in two minutes or less uh, the morphing of FreshBooks over time. What's your flagship product, and how would you describe what the core value proposition of your platform is today? Yeah, you know it's a great question. I, I think this is going to be a sound this, uh, a strange answer, but our you know our flagship product is the ease of use and the fact that you don't have to understand accounting to actually use FreshBooks cloud accounting solution. Um, you know, we, we've, built, uh, we've built an interface that really makes it easier for, the, for a small business owner to actually, you know, sign up for FreshBooks, start invoice, load up a logo, create invoices, collect payments, and then, you know, I don't have to worry about GL accounts because FreshBooks is doing that behind the scenes. And I just get a monthly P&L and I get, enough, I get a, a statement so that I can prepare for my, for my taxes. And, and that is, I, I think, the inherent flagship part of the product. It's, it's hard to, dis- like, you know, there's a lot of good competitors that do uh, good accounting. Uh, they're really good cloud accounting solutions, but they're really geared for accounts. We are not, we've designed it to be geared for, small business, uh, small business owners. And, you know, that is what I think our flagship and our, I would say the second part is customer support. Um, we pride ourselves in uh, supporting those small business owners. Like they don't necessarily understand. Well, we don't want them to. We, we, we're, they're not required to understand accounting, uh, but they will have accounting questions or they'll have questions about how to use this because this is we feel that, like our services is a, a system of record, but also one of those, you know, really uh, mission critical systems because they're invoicing and collecting payments. So we pride on ourselves on great customer support uh, for supporting our for the small businesses that are our customers. How do you approach go to market and monetization, and and how has this evolved over time? I will start that uh, most of our customers are actually coming from non-consumption, so. They are using pen, paper, Word, or Excel as a solution, an accounting solution or an invoicing solution to service their businesses. So um, with knowing that, you know, FreshBooks has been for a a long period of time, the go-to-market has been what I'll call the the touchless channel 
where we have uh, obviously, you know, SEO, SEM, uh, banners and podcasts and all sorts of other tactics to attract people to our website, have them sign up for a 30-day trial, and then they we funnel manage them into a paid subscription. And that had been largely focused in North America with some strong exposures uh, in uh, international, uh, had, had been historically our, our go-to-market. What we've now evolved to is because we've seen uh, this is a, a lot of the businesses that we acquired years ago and some new businesses coming through our touchless channel are, are, are what we call larger scaling customers uh, that have multiple uh, employees, a uh, little bit more sophisticated systems, but are going to FreshBooks to solve uh, an invoicing payment solution, um, or you know, using the cloud accounting solution for FreshBooks. And what we've done is then we've evolved our go-to-market to complement the touchless channel. We've evolved by having a sales channel, a sales a sales group. So I think about 18 months ago, we had what I'll call our first uh, sales pod. And that sales pod has, has grown quite significantly, both in terms of the number of uh, sales reps, but also has grown quite significantly in, in the new acquisition channel where it's now a meaningful portion of our customer additions uh, for FreshBooks uh, currently. So to answer your question, our go-to-market right now is touchless as well as complemented by sales. What can you share on the company uh, in terms of momentum and on your growth profile? And how has that changed since COVID-19? What we've seen uh, in terms of momentum is like, um, I will reflect this in terms of almost... Uh, employee counts. I mean, we're at 400 today. Um, uh, and we were probably half that number um, a, a few years ago. And so, you know, the the momentum that we've had is to been able to is, is been able to support that increase uh, the in the increase in the headcount. But also that increase in headcount is also creating some more more momentum because we're investing in sales, we're investing in R&D. Uh, to drive growth, even in, in even in a, in, in a COVID environment, I think as with every small business, we saw we saw a dip in our transaction volumes for for payments as because uh, this really impacted small business. This obviously COVID hit everyone, but it, I think impacted small businesses quite harshly. And we saw an immediate impact in the first uh, last two weeks of March and the first two weeks of April, but. I would say that because of COVID, momentum seems to be uh, increasing. Um, I, I think COVID has been able to increase or uh, not push people, but have people look at adopting technology to help support their business flow. And we're probably also seeing a, a tailwind where there's a lot of people who've been displaced starting to create their own small businesses. So. I, I would say we are we are seeing good momentum in North America, and we're seeing great momentum in uh, international as well. And that's actually quite interesting on the tailwinds that you're seeing. Uh, I think that's fairly consistent with what um, other SMB-focused platforms like Shopify are also seeing in the space uh, you know, with respect to the increase in entrepreneurship on the back of COVID-19 and, and a bigger push to adopt tools that drive automation and efficiency. So, so that's great. 
Uh, and sticking with COVID, how are you thinking about the future of work for your customers? And how has COVID-19 influenced your business and long-term strategy? I think, you know, for us, um, we're, we set out a long-term strategy uh, anticipating that, you know, there's going to be more and more people adopting a cloud accounting solution over time, both North America and internationally. So I, I would say, if anything, uh, COVID-19 has given us a little bit more resolve in terms of executing that strategy. And what we're seeing is maybe a slight acceleration, uh, earlier adoption of, uh, of our technology uh, earlier than what we would have put into our, our, our long-term strategy. Uh, but from, from, from a product perspective, uh, well, I say from a grow-to-market and product perspective, our plan is to continue on, you know, making making small businesses aware of what FreshBooks has to offer, and we're going to try to appeal to those what I'll call part-time and full-time uh, small businesses who, who, you know, people who are solo entrepreneurs. We're going to continue on signing up to FreshBooks through our, our touchless channel, and that will continue to be a good portion of our go-to-market. And then I think, as I talked about earlier, we, we're starting to invest in sales. And so building out the sales team to go after larger customers, which uh, will have larger ARPU, higher LTV for, for the business over time, uh, we're going to build that sales team to acquire those customers. And our product roadmap will be there to complement both of those go-to-market strategies. Uh, one in terms of creating some better workflows for the small entrepreneurs, but two is uh, building out our accounting suite and uh, other offerings that appeal to the scaling, what we call scaling customers, so larger, you know, multi-employee uh, businesses, so that that enables the sales team to actually go after larger customers, and ultimately th those investments in terms of roadmaps should actually increase our lifetime value because we're going to create a stick through our product roadmap, we're going to create a stickier customer with a higher ARPU, which will both our inputs into significantly higher LTVs. And then we can use that LTV to invest more into customer acquisition. So that's been kind of like the, the virtuous cycle that we look at in terms of uh, the future. With respect to your product roadmap, it sounds like you're placing a lot of emphasis on enhancing the core product to better cater to some of the increasing needs of your larger customers, which sounds like an encouraging opportunity given the early traction there. Uh, but do you see opportunity to expand beyond your core verticals today and potentially into other adjacent offerings? It sounds like there's an emerging payments opportunity given the large volumes of invoices processed through your platform. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, we're already, we, we, we have four key, I think historically four key verticals, um, the creative professionals, IT, trades, and the legal professionals. Um, that, that is our, our largest set of customers, but we do have a lot of, uh, country, uh, a lot of customers outside of those converticals, whether that is like dog walking, uh, private clubs, um, uh, uh, the, the, we, we, we service a lot of different verticals from an invoicing and payments uh, solution. Our, obviously, our sort of workflows cater to the four verticals that I spoke about. But, you know, I, I think 
you know, we can be ubiquitous uh, in terms of our product to many different verticals from a from a from a from an e-commerce point of view. Um, and I think to then just to, where, where, to give you an idea where we're starting to spend, so like where we see an opportunity of expanding our e-commerce is historically we've been focused on uh, on, on North America. And I think spending a little bit more time uh, recognizing that payments in North America is not the same as payments across the world and understanding how other countries operate in terms of e-commerce and building the product portfolio to cater to that is something that, you know, we're, we're investigating. Uh, so, Michael, how do you look at the market opportunity ahead? Who do you consider to be your primary competitors and, and how do you differentiate yourself in the market today? I look at our primary competitors as um, Intuit, Zero uh, in North America, uh, Australia, potentially Sage in, in, in the UK. And I think we how we differentiate is quite a bit. Um, we don't rely solely on the accounting channels or the accountants to actually resell our products. Um, we we, diff, we we try to we we create a product that appeals to the business owner, and we feel that for, for many of the business verticals that we're dealing with, it's the business owner that's actually making the decision to adopt the technology. Um, um, just because they, they're the ones issuing the invoices, they're the ones that need to collect the payments. In many cases, these small businesses, uh, they have an accountant, but that account is really done for, for tax purposes. So, you know, we, we differentiate ourselves by targeting a different group to uh, increase adoption of our technology, of the cloud technology. So I've noticed that you have several major integrations and partnerships. Uh, can you touch on what role uh, do partners play and how do they support your broader strategy? Integrations and partners are extremely important to our to our business. Um, we have integrations uh, that help with uh, the workflow for our small businesses. So take uh, we, we partner with companies like Gusto for payroll because um, that is an area that we choose not to delve into uh, just because obviously the local jur jurisdiction uh, challenges with that. But we partner with companies like Gusto so that we can provide a healthy payroll service for our small businesses. So integrations help create a stickier customer, attract more customers, and you know solidify our position as a system of record for our for our small businesses. Are just as important. Um, there are many partners uh, that we are leveraging to help complement, uh, well, help FreshBooks complement other partner offerings. So, you know, there's many partners like, you know, uh, JP Morgan Chase, where, you know, they have uh, a large portfolio of small businesses that they obviously, that they bank with them that potentially are could, uh, as an opportunity for FreshBooks to, you know, solve some problems for the, for the, those small businesses. So partners for us is, is critical in terms of just exposing FreshBooks to as many small businesses as possible. Can you expand a bit on your partnership with J.P. Morgan Chase? Uh, I noticed that they're also a strategic investor. Uh, what attracted them to your solution, and how does partnering with FreshBooks really fit within their strategy? J.P. Morgan uh, bought um, the payments provider that we partner with, which is uh, WePay, 
a number of years ago. And, you know, we made a conscious decision to partner and invest a lot of effort with WePay in terms of helping them build out their their product offering that, that would complement uh, FreshBooks. But so, so it's been a symbiotic uh, relationship. And I think through that investment, they saw FreshBooks uh, as an opportunity. They saw what FreshBooks was doing and saw the complementary aspects of FreshBooks. And I think that was part of their thesis to uh, invest in FreshBooks was, hey, um, you know, they're partnering with JP Morgan Chase now through WePay. Uh, and it's a strong, healthy relationship. And, you know, both are going to grow. And I think they felt that through an investment to FreshBooks, they can actually expand uh, that strategic uh, partnership into other avenues in terms of within the Chase portfolio, which we are we, we're currently exploring. Part of that uh, symbiotic or potential expansion of strategic partnership with J.P. Morgan Chase is through uh, their banking. So, you know, obviously a lot of small businesses bank with Chase. How do we, how do we, how do we partner to, to, uh, to both benefit from that? As a disruptive technology company with a large expanding growth opportunity, how are you thinking about the levers for driving growth longer term? Is a broader global expansion or M&A part of that strategy? Uh, both uh, or all of the above. I, I think North America is uh, our cornerstone. We're going to continue on driving growth in North America, both in our touchless and sales channels. So we're going to expand our sales channels. Um, Rally, uh, Rally uh, is our first U.S. sales office, and uh, it will ideally we're going to expand in that uh, in that uh, city to drive more sales in North America. Uh, that, so that's one avenue for us in terms of growth. Other avenue for us specific to North America and the world is, you know, product development to reduce, uh, increase retention, but also increase ARPU. We want to create product offerings that people, our customers want and are willing to pay more for. So ARPU expansion will is the second vector of growth for us. International expansion. Uh, so historically up until probably six months ago, there was very little effort in terms of expanding internationally, both from a marketing and sales point of view, um, very little dollars deployed, marketing dollars, S&M dollars deployed against that. We're now deploying uh, dollars towards uh, that market. And, you know, our office in Amsterdam also has a sales office. So, you know, expanding, uh, expanding the sales team in Europe so that we can drive international sales as well as spending marketing dollars in specific, in European markets so that we can service or, or drive our touchless channel is the third sort of bucket of growth for us. And then the fourth one, um, you know, putting a little bit more uh, effort and focus on corp dev. So looking at opportunities within uh, North America or international, whether it's market expansion, or technology tuck-ins, we're, we're looking at doing some more inorganic gro uh, growth to drive help drive growth for the business over time. On uh, M&A, given everything that's transpired in the, in the market backdrop of COVID-19, do you see more opportunity now to acquire? And is the focus more on gaining scale perhaps through uh, consolidating peers or more about accelerating your product roadmap? We're looking at both. I, I think... Um, 
haven't seen a lot of opportunistic uh, buys from a roll-up strategy at this point, but we're going to keep our eyes open on this. But uh, I think that's not the core driver for us to do Corp Dev. I think we are going to look for great companies that are complementary to FreshBooks in terms of what they offer or the customers that they have uh, or the technologies that they may uh, offer that complement, you know, uh, help complement our growth strategy or something that we can service our customers. How are you thinking of funding this next phase of growth, Michael? Is an IPO uh, potentially in the cards? <laughs> I'm going to keep my cards uh, close to my chest on this one, but I would say, uh, you know, that is something that's a that's definitely a consideration set uh, uh, for, for FreshBooks uh, to help continue or drive growth for the business. To be frank, Michael, it'd be great to see another homegrown tech story like FreshBooks hit the public markets. Uh, in my view, there needs to be more, a lot more. So I'd definitely be excited to see that. Yeah, I think I would be excited. We'd be both excited. I, I mean, I think, you know, our business model is there. there is that control, control point through a subscription. So we have many customers paying us a subscription fee or all our customers pay a subscription fee. And then we have that complimentary payments uh uh, transactional volume driving our revenue. So we have multiple uh, vectors of revenue growth for the business that are very complementary. And as you guess, is like as you add more customers to your platform, paying customers, you accelerate the e-commerce part of your of your business as well. Great. Uh, so we're coming up on time here, so I think that was a perfect way to, to wrap things up, Michael. Uh, thank you for sharing the FreshBooks story. Uh, FreshBooks is clearly a global growth story. It's impressive to hear how well the team has been executing on the expanding market opportunity ahead with a, with a focused strategy. I look forward to following the story, and I wish you and the team all the best. Sudan, thank you for the opportunity for, uh, for myself to share the FreshBooks story. And yeah, I, I hope uh, in the future we'll be able to work together.